Rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to episode three. It's your girl Zainab. And of course, in the studio with me, or in the corner of my room with me, is Fauzia. And today's topic is quite... I really just want to be vulnerable with this topic. I want to say it as it is. Uh, I don't want to bring any filter. There should not be... Like, I don't want any filter in this. Like, it should be what it is. Express how I feel about it. And, you know, move on to the next. Like, pick what I can pick from the old conversation. Because definitely, bars, bars are going to be dropped. So make sure you actually pick your notes parts and, you know, just something down and if you relate to anything you know vibe with it feel free to always share so let's go Fauzia what's up how are you doing assalamu alaikum everyone how are you doing I'm excited for this episode because it's been a long way coming and you know I'm, I'm actually really good I'm fine I'm all right I've been able to do a lot of work this week so it has been really nice and I'm really excited about this topic because who better to talk about this topic than the person herself? Like, who better? Who is the best person to talk about this than this person? And I want to introduce y'all to Aisha Oladoshu. I'm very sure you guys know her from Instagram. And me, the first time I saw Aisha Oladoshu's Instagram on IG, I was like, who is this gorgeous girl who has so much grace with her skin? Like, she's so in seeing with her skin and she really loved it. I'm like, I really love this girl. And I'm like, she also looks very familiar. I've seen her somewhere, somewhere before. And I feel like it went with the same room, but I, I never knew her, like, personally. But, you know, it is what it is. So, welcome Aisha to talk about skin, everything skincare. So, let's do the drum rolls for her. <laughs> welcome Aisha. Assalamu alaikum. It's the eye for me. It's the eye for me. <laughs> the introduction. Anyway, assalamu alaikum. I hope you are doing well. I hope you are taking good care of yourself. I am Aisha Ladoshu. I create content on skincare, self-care, wellness, just to let people know that it is important to take care of their skin and to take care of their body and to feel good, smell nice and all of that. So I'm glad to be on this podcast. Thank you. Yay! So, welcome, Aisha. It's good to have you. Everybody knows I'm a fan of Aisha. Please, if you don't know, then you have been sleeping. Because, yes, I've always been a fan. Yes, a fan, a big, a big fan. That's what it is. So, um, Aisha, welcome again. Me, I've always had big time issues with my own skin. I think I'm still having the issue. But I want to get to that part of I'm comfortable in my skin. But I feel it's a journey. It, you cannot have... It's a process to be comfortable in your skin, especially if some of us are not... Some of us are not born with, you know, good genes. Good genes, like they call it. But I also feel like there are also underlying issues why sometimes your skin will just actually flare up. And some of us have to deal with that. And some of us might not even be aware that these are the reasons why our skin is actually activated. So if you ask me right now that am I comfortable with my skin, I'll tell you no. And this is not because of self-esteem. This is not because of I'm not confident about it. Bro, I'm not yet comfortable with my skin. And that's what it is. There's no way I'm hiding behind anything. I'm not yet comfortable. And I really want to get to that part that I'm comfortable with the scars, with the acne, you know, with the stretch marks. Yes, I want to get to that part. But where I am right now, I am not yet comfortable with it. 
Fazi, are you comfortable with your skin right now? Let's talk, let's talk about it. Are you? <laughs> this question is, is long. <laughs> am I comfortable with my skin? I would say I am, but it took a while to get here. Like, I'm, I am. I'm okay where my skin is right now. But I have a goal for my skin. But I'm not there yet. But I'm actually pretty comfortable with my skin right now. Like, I don't know what other skin can I have than this. It's my, I, I, I realized that my, the skin is the largest organ in our body. In our body on our body, rather. And we need to take care of it. We need to love it. We need to nourish it. And I, I realized that you know, you can't, there's nothing you can do about it. Okay, you can, you can bleach and or whatever if you are trying to bleach from it being dark skin to being light skin. But at the end of the day, you know, you just have to find what works for you for your skin particularly. And, you know, there's something about people thinking that if you want to bleach your skin, it's bad, or if you want to change anything about your skin, it's not nice. But who, who is the, what, what gives us that confidence with our skin? Like, how can we get there? How can we get so comfortable? Like, everybody's just saying, don't bleach, don't do this. But I'm not happy with my skin. I don't like my skin. I'm not confident with my skin. And, you know, apart from that, you have stretch marks, you have other things that come up, scars, hyperpigmentation. I'm not yet there, but nobody, everybody just saying, just, you know, shove it up and just be comfortable. So Aisha, how has it been for you? Did you, have you always been this confident about your skin? Because I know you exude confidence about your skin. So have you always been this girl who had grace with the skin or, you know, it also, it also took, it's been a process or it's been a journey rather. Mm. I'd say I've been I've been blessed with good skin. I've been blessed with good skin and I don't really have a lot of skin issue. But the one time I had skin issue was when I had in 2019 I had a big breakout of blackheads on my skin all over. So that was when I took skincare serious so that mm, I can't let this be on my skin because I was really, really self-aware that what is all of this on my face? Why do I have a lot of blackheads on my face? So I started doing research about skincare and all of that. So 2019 was when I actually got into skincare. But before then, I've always been blessed with good skin. Although period breakouts happened, and I have dark spots from the what's it called from the breakouts I had during my period. But it wasn't a big thing because it would go. And my skin did not have any other serious issue. So 2019. That was when I think I was using vitamin E oil on my skin directly. I was just using it on my skin. <laughs> I did not know the the impact it will have on my skin. Like it's going to clog my pores and all of those things. So I was just using it blindly. Then I said I broke I broke out seriously. There was a lot of blackheads, just blackheads. Then the blackheads left dark spots. So that was what made me took my skin seriously. So yeah, I've been blessed with good genes and that's just it. Yo, it's a good genes for me. <laughs> Some of us actually have the good genes in other side, but the good genes in the skin, uh-uh. especially if you have like underlying factors that affect it. So I think sometimes the underlying factors affecting it that actually screams that, bro, we need to take care of your skin. And some of us just have to like take care of the skin till you like eternity. You cannot go one day off. One day off means you are dead. Like, you literally will turn black in a day. And there's no crap about it. Because one day off sunscreen, it feels like the next day you're already black. 
Um, so for me, what I would say about like my insecurities regarding my skin, um, I don't know what growing up, I really didn't bother about what, what, what my skin looked like. I was not bothered. I think one thing to show me that has done is to bring that to your face and say, bro, you need to actually look at your skin. <laughs> but yeah, in the positive part, not like I'm comparing myself to whatever I saw on social media. So even off social media, like people are people are approaching you and telling you, why are you looking so black? I remember one um, day we had a visitor, then she came to my, like she came to our house, she came visited. And then I was like, oh, let me go and grace the person in the, you know, sitting room or and I reached the parlor. You cannot believe what this woman actually approached me with, like the way she greeted me. She was like, why do you look so dark? That day was a terrible day for me. I did not express it, but I'm sure my mom will have noticed the way I changed. The whole mood changed. I just, you know, greeted her and then I left. So that, I think that was day one for me for reflection on what's wrong with my skin. Where exactly was wrong with it? I was, I didn't say I was actually, I won't say I was that bothered, but yeah, I was bothered. Excuse me, I was bothered. Somebody just pretty cold me. <laughs> pretty cold my skin. So um, for that, like going for that, uh, people kept talking about my skin. They were like, I was too black. I was this, I was that. I had so much acne, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and there, some of them I did not even ask, but yes, we move. They kept saying it. So when people keep saying some things, if you're not careful, I feel like it's take a toll on your mental health and then you start asking yourself exactly what's wrong with you. So I kept asking myself what's wrong with me. I did not know. I did not know. But then I had so much acne. I wasn't like, I didn't even have issues. There was nothing like stretch mark at that point. But I had like acne. It was there. It was there. So that's um, what my insecurity looked like for me. It was people actually telling me you have this, you have that. I didn't, I didn't actually realize I didn't actually even know what self-awareness was at that point, but then we move. So my insecurities for my skin has always been my pimples. And I feel like it was it's because that's what people can see. Because I'm covered up. You cannot see my stretch marks. It's only me that I actually see it at the point. And I'm not even that kind of person that's actually that comfortable, you know, showing off my body in front of female folks. Even female folks, I'm still not comfortable. So people's because everybody can see it, so it's much of like is on the um top list of skincare is like insecurities. Uh Fauzi, have you have you thought of have you thought of um your skin being part of your insecurities or it's never like it never goes to that part of I'm insecure about my skin. I'm confident I've always you have always been confident about it. Have you? Uh I've never I, I didn't just become confident with my skin all of a sudden. I never liked my skin. Never did when I was growing up. I think being like when I was like 18, like 13, 14, 15, that's when I got conscious about my skin. And then I used to have stretch marks, like stretch marks just come from nowhere. And then one day I remember I was at the dining table and then my aunt was like, ha, only I was stretch marks and went, yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, oh my God, I was so mean. I was like, what mean? Like, what does that mean? Like, I was like, I was not insulted. At, at first, I didn't even know what they were. I didn't even know whether they were stretch marks or anything. I just knew that some things, like these lines just came up on my skin and they blended with my skin because I'm light-skinned. So I was just like, ah, I was like, what? 
I didn't just like that at all. It made me feel soft, and I was very cautious about my stretch marks from then. And I'll be using this thing, this snail, what do they call this stuff? Is it the snail? They are gooey stuff. I'll be saying snail slime. I'll use different things, check online to how to get rid of stretch marks and all. And I also dealt with a lot of hyperpigmentation. Like my face, everybody that sees my face doesn't know that my body, I'm actually light skin because my face is darker than my skin. And I even suffer from hyperpigmentation on my knees and some other parts of my body. But I just be wondering, am I light-skinned or am I not light-skinned? Like, pick a struggle skin. Like, are you light-skinned or are you not light-skinned? But I would, I'll have hyperpigmentation on my face for the longest time. My face would be very dark and everybody would be like, Ah, Fauzia, you're so dark. You're so black. You're so doo-doo. Everybody does the same different things. I know somebody who told me my face looked irritating one time. And I'm like, ah, hmm. What have I not seen? What have I not seen? But just like Aisha said, researching about your skin is actually a love language for your skin. Like when you know what kind of skin you have and then you actively work towards what will work for your skin. That's what has helped me too. Like I've researched and I'm, I'm, I'm actually not a patient person with all these skincare products. Like I, if it's not working the first week, I'm done. <laughs> but I had to realize that you have to be patient with your skin. And I started you know, researching into my skin type, you know, whether I had combination skin or I had dry skin or I had normal skin, you know, the type of skin you have. And you can have combination skin on your face and then on your legs, you know, have maybe a different, you know, type of um, skin. That's another thing again, different, different skin types. Like I know my face is oily and then I have dry feet. So I have to be oiling my um, feet all the time. And then my face, I mean, have to be wiping it so that the oil will not be too much. And all that, like, knowing different things about your skin and that's what helped my skin glow better when I use the right skincare. And I realized that organic skincare products does not work for my face as well and my skin. So it's more chemical-based, chemical exfoliants does work. So you need to be researching to what goes for skin. And be patient as well. You cannot expect instant results in just a week. And like Zainab said, when you give up on your skincare once, <laughs> that's that's the end. You have to. It's a consistent. Um, it's, it's consistency that makes it work. You have to be constant. You have to be patient, and you have to just do put in work. But it is hard. It is not that easy. It's not an easy fit. Ah, my dear, it's not an easy fit. Having to having to always take care of your skin is not easy. It's not always glamorous like people like it is on the ground. Like everybody's always, you know, you pour the lotion on your hand. Oh, please be so. And you know, like, oh, it's so glamorous. It's not always that. Sometimes they're even tired to do night care routine. I think I just said anything night care routine. Sometimes I'm very, very lazy. I'm not interested. But, you know, patience is one of the things. And then for my stretch marks, I've come to realize that stretch marks are actually very, very beautiful and you know, it's just part of your skin. It's just right. I just realized that. Well, then, we'll see, there's nothing that you know you try to take it off, but it did not even leave. It didn't even budge. It didn't even go anywhere. So I just had to realize that this stretch marks are nothing. Nothing is wrong with stretch marks. That they are beautiful. And when you when you tell yourself you think when you tell yourself your stretch marks are beautiful, and you you validate yourself and your stretch marks yourself. Whatever anybody is saying about it does not really matter because you like it on your skin and you're fine with it. And if you don't like your stretch marks and you're not, you know, comfortable with it yet, you can actually decide to remove it if you don't want to. 
and there's no pressure actually. You can decide to if you don't want. Like if anybody that wants to have any, for example, I am light skinned and I have like a goal of where I want for my skin and I want my skin to be flawless. And I'm working actively towards the moment. Like, I'm, but you're already fair now. So what's the issue about it? Why are you still concerned? I'm still concerned because it's my skin and I know where I want to be. I know the goal. I want to attain for my skin. And there's also the light skin privilege thing as well. And, and people, you know, keep thinking, I, I didn't even know that until there was a day when I bought a shoe and somebody was telling me this shoe will fit me better because I was light skinned. So the person who was dark skin should not buy that particular shoe. And I'm like, ah, why should this person not have this shoe in their fashion just because they are dark skin? I think that that's also something that, you know, is also at play a lot, a lot. So Aisha, Back to you. What 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 struggles do you face with skincare every day? As much as it is glamorous and you enjoy it, do you have a, as if any time where it's like this thing is very very hard and you cannot just go on again? Mm. <laughs> um, I don't think I've had I've always had issues with my skincare. Like doing it, I enjoy doing my skincare, but you know there are sometimes you have your downtime and like. I'm not even in the mood to do anything. Even to get out of the bed, I'm not in the mood. I have this like that. <laughs> so I, I, the thing I just do is when I brush my teeth, I just wash my face and use my moisturizer. Just like two steps. Instead of doing the old 10 steps, I do have a 10 step skincare routine. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, the maximum I have is like maybe five face wash, donor, um, serum, sunscreen. Okay, four. So the days I don't feel like doing my skincare routine, I just like two face wash sunscreen or face wash moisturizer that's it so i don't really have issues taking care of my skin or maybe i'm not always in the mood but there are some days i don't even do my skincare routine at all it comes like that <laughs> it comes like that so yeah i don't really i don't that's just it that's it for me oh wow that was plenty so my my i'm bothered you guys i'm actually bothered because in the process of saying, okay, I want to take care of my skin, I want to look pink, you know, I want to start getting comfortable and confident in my skin in the way I look. Please, why is skincare product expensive? I mean, Mufeta Jarami, but why expensive? Money lava, money lava. At this point, do you think that we need to get any alarm sugar daddy? Because I can't afford these things I've seen. At the point, yeah, I wanted to start using your reflame products because, yes, I was, you know, um, confident about the source. Always scared of the kind of product I use. I need to trust the product itself before I can use it. Before I can lay that, you know, let's use this buy to my money. Add end money because, I mean, these things are expensive. So, Biko, <laughs> why is it expensive? Asha, I think this is for you because <laughs> why is skincare products expensive? And the fact that I don't even know which when when it's going to work, how many times do I have to use it before it works? That patience. But still, I don't have the money to buy expensive products. Please, why is skincare product expensive? Ejo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think skincare products is expensive because they have to import it into Nigeria. It is not the one they, they produce here. First of all, Nigerian skincare brands are just beginning to like understand the memo creating but be producing and um, products that work with our own skin not the organic type of skincare 
So I think it's expensive because they have to import it. Plus, a lot of fillers don't have the fear of getting them because they just add prices upon prices up on the already expensive skincare products. So let me tell you how I shop for my own skincare products that don't break break my bank. When I used to stay in Nigeria, my area, I stay in Arikpo State. I am lucky to have like three stores that sell kind of skincare products I use. So I go to the different stores when I go for my skincare shopping. Mumaringo. <laughs> I do a lot of work about. Sometimes I don't even go with the intention of buying anything yet. I just go to just check this price in this store. Go to the next store, check for the price. Go to the next store, check for the price. Because I I put my mind on the one that, okay, this price, this price in this store is lesser. So I'll get this one from this store. I'll do this one from this store. I'll get this one from this store. So that's how I do yeah, In Arepo, I get my simple product for 2522. But if you come online or you go to a skincare store that they are bit the that solely um, was focused on selling skincare products. The price is like maybe 3000 35 That's like 1000 naira extra. All of those costs can be cut short by just going to your normal local supermarket and just, just check for the ones you can get there. And the one I know I cannot get in this, just my local supermarket, I go to the skincare store, like sunscreen. A lot of local, local supermarkets do have sunscreen. So I know that, okay, I'll buy from this skincare store. I shop at a lot of beauty stores of being. Although they are pricey somehow, but then I get what I want to get from them. So I do the less less costly ones outside their store, then I buy the skin and the sunscreen in their store, if that makes sense. And you can also get some skincare products in pharmacy, like benzoic peroxide that is for killing the bacteria that causes acne. You can get it at the pharmacy instead of buying it from the skincare store, if that makes sense. So that's how I get my own skincare product. That's how I buy and that's how I shop for people also because I shop for when I used to be in Nigeria or when I was in Nigeria I used to shop for people also so it does not break their bank at all and they're always thankful because some of things that they would have bought at extremely high price I get it for them at lower price so that's like cutting the cost for them already. Yeah so do we need to have a large sugar daddy? Hmm. Your father can be a large sugar daddy. <laughs> your brother or your uncle or your people you trust. So you can Another way I do my shopping is I buy it one by one. I don't buy all of my products at the same time. Because where am I going to get that kind of money? Except if I save up, then I go and buy it. But normally, I'm not the kind of person that ah, if I want to get if I want to get something, I write down everything I need to get. And I start getting it one by one. So I don't feel like the, the impact at once, if that makes sense. So yeah, that's how I do it. You can also... Ask your daddy for money. Just give him the list. Any amount he gives you, you can add your own money to it. That also makes sense. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, so I want to say something about what Fauzia said concerning, like in the beginning, she was saying something about bleaching. Yeah, bleaching is never the solution, actually. Bleaching is never the solution because on the long run, it affects your skin. It affects your skin in a not so good way. You start having issues with your health. Your wounds won't heal properly. I see a lot of older women, I see their color combination. It's scary. Long-term effect of bleaching the skin. At first, it's usually nice. <laughs> it's usually nice. I'm not going to like, it's like, who is this fine person? But as time goes on, the effect stills. And a lot of these organic skincare products are not to be trusted because number one, if a 
product doesn't have its ingredient list on the body of the product, there's something to be worried about. There's something to be suspicious about because why? What if a product in your, what if an ingredient in your product, I don't like, like my skin doesn't like it. How am I going to know? So I think that's no ingredient list on the body of the product is like a, a number one red flag. And number two, they use steroids in their products, which as I said before, the long-term effects not always good. At first, your skin is going to heal and all of that. I have a lot of people who come to me and send messages that oh, they used to use organic skincare products before and it works, then it stops working. Then their skin will go from their skin will go from 100 to 0, from 0 to 100, if that makes sense. Like it will be good as first, then it will go downhill, then it's everything just going to scatter from there. And to redeem that kind of skin, you have to, it, it takes a lot of time, patience, and consistency. So why not just go the correct way. Use trusted brands and not organic skincare products. They cannot even, the, the, the way they prepare the products don't even appeal to you. If you see it, you'll be like, what, what in God's name is this? <laughs> Some of them are always proud to pro- post their, their process of making the old skincare on Instagram. I see, I'm like, and I'm disgusted. I'm like, what is this? What are you people doing? How does this even make sense? How does it look appealing to the customers that buy th- these things? So yeah, so organic skincare and bleaching is actually never the right way. Also, for our skin, like we need to, I mean, now it was until I had the serious break. And normally the only thing I used to, the only thing I used to do to my skin before was just face wash, and I used to use, um, I cannot remember the name, but it was an astrogent. So I used to use it. It's not cleanser, astrogent. Yeah, the one that has alcohol and all of that. I did not know that it was bad for the skin at the time. So I used to use that face wash, that one. And I used to scrub my skin also. I, I don't used to use sunscreen <laughs> before 2019. So yeah, I was I was ignorant. Not ignorant. I, I did not just know. Because I know if I knew at the time, I'll be taking good, like better good care of my skin. Because I love all this skincare, body care. Yeah, I like all those things. So yeah. So it's until it becomes like a serious issue. Most of us don't really care about our skin. And, and it goes for both genders, both the boys and the girls, until it becomes a serious issue. Like, ah, it's written all, all over our face. Ah, there's something wrong somewhere. We don't take care of our skin. So I would like for us to like teach our siblings to know the importance of taking care of their skin. The moment they start like knowing things and you start noticing that some that some things, allow them to use your face wash, let them use some of your, your sunscreen, all those things. So I think the earlier they know about it, the better their skin will be. So yeah, and then I've said that some people have to take care of their skin to eternity. I think everybody has to take care of our, we all have to take care of our skin to eternity. There are some people that are blessed with good skin, but yet they still have to take care of their skin. Because even if it doesn't tell now, as you grow older and the skin starts start deteriorating or what's the word, I don't know if I pronounce that incorrectly, but anyways... <laughs> Yeah, it starts showing that mm, this person did not take care of their skin during their youth. This person took care of their skin during their youth. So yeah, I think it's just a long-term thing. Just like the way we have our baths every day, we do brush our teeth every day. So yeah, skincare is, is every day. May Allah make it easy for us. It's sweet to say, <laughs> right? But then, may Allah make it easy for us. Yeah, I know that it's Sakpa because if it's not Sakpa, I would literally say my siblings should come and use part of it. But then we have to be portioning, you know. <laughs> Even for me, I have to portion it. 
But yeah, it's actually very important that we, that awareness has to keep happening that, you know, you have to care of your skin from a young age. There's, you know, there's a lot of responsibility. People say, yeah, we have a lot of things to do with money. But then if we make skincare our priority in a way, it will show. And you know how confident you will be when you, you, you feel good. You feel good about your skin. It might not even be that you are looking good. It might just be that you feel good about the skincare routine you are on with. Now, talking about bleaching, I remember that when I was in, I'm still in school. <laughs> I thought I was in 300 level. I was using a particular brand. Like this product was a, from a well-known brand. Everybody was hyping it. Everybody was hyping it. And then when I used it, I was bleaching. I was literally bleaching. There was one classmate that saw me. She was like, I said, I'll be looking fine. Meanwhile, I knew something was hot for my skin. I was bleaching. This is not my skin. You're all like, can't you see? But then she was like, you're looking fine. I was getting compliments like that. You're looking fine. It's also very important. We're actually very self-aware about what, who we are, how we, how we are, what we look like. Because if I'm dark skinned and then I'm suddenly looking white, bro, that's not my skin. Like, can we, can we talk about it? It's not my skin. So, Please know your skin when you are going off track. I remember my mom also telling me that they have There's a difference between lightning and bleaching. They are not the same thing. Let's know that they are not the same thing. We should not be when there's bleaching, there's bleaching. When there's you are becoming, you know, brightening, your skin is, you know, getting radiant. Know that no, your skin is getting radiant. There's a difference entirely. So yes, I pray that Allah, you know, enrich our pockets, you know buy the correct skincare product you know when it comes to skincare products too like how do you know which skincare product you need to buy because now there's hyperpigmentation there's you know there's acne there is which one again which how do you know which one to buy for which one because i don't always get confused when it comes to that but yeah, have you ever been convinced with this and i shall like what skincare product do you think we should buy but yeah Let's hear from you. But Fadia, yeah, let me hear from you. Like, do you do you already are you educated about which skin which skincare products you need to buy for a particular, you know, hyperpigmentation, blah blah, acne? I really don't even know those terms, but yeah. Let's <laughs> hear. Okay, so um, you know, I said I started doing research on my skin type to know what skin uh, products will be better. And I can tell you that I've changed from one to another. I think I started using ordinary, the ordinary. The, I, I, I think people should be familiar with the ordinary. And it was, it was it's it's expensive. It's very small bottle and it was like 8,000. Like what Aisha was saying about skincare products being so expensive. Like it's so expensive. How can a, a bottle, I wanted to get one that had retinol and I think they said 38,000. And I'm like, the bottle kukulu, you know. <laughs> small yeah she's really shaking this small bottle no i should buy it for thirty-eight thousand naira. i'm like no it's not me i cannot buy it i've I've, sw- I've switched from ordinary to paula's choice from paula's choice to this one so like it's 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 never ending like you just have to keep researching keep knowing which ingredients on this on the um on whatever skincare brand works for your skin type. Like that's what I would say. And what, what works better? But you need to be careful so you don't overdo it. You know, these things are like chemicals and you don't want to be adding different, different things. Use hyaluronic acid. I don't know how to pronounce it well. Using AHAs, BHAs, all those things on your skin. Like you cannot just be using everything and adding it on your face like that. Even if you are trying to experiment, you have to take it slowly, easy. Like if one product works for your skin now, Okay, look at how it has worked and then 
see uh, and also you can you can you can you can um you can watch videos on youtube for people who are like skincare experts or not not people not funny, just started doing youtube channel and is not giving good skin like look at I, what aisha has been saying and you can see that this person has done research like somebody that has done their research about skincare or like watch their videos on how it can be i, I watch hiram's videos on you know skincare on acne and hyperpigmentation and how to deal with it so you can do that instead you can decide to try that method but it's expensive like you said do not restock all your skincare products at once it's risky come on object basically do not restock everything at once because it's very risky i mean I used to manage, I used to show Loni. I used to use it kunkulu, kunkulu, bit by bit. I don't used to use everything as well. I think I've been using this um, CeraVe moisturizing lotion since 2020 now. Uh, I used to pour small on my hand and I don't used to do it that night. I used it in the morning. <laughs> I used that night. I just finished yesterday. That's like two years now and the expiry date is next year. So I beg. I use it small, small, bit by bit. For me, I don't, I just look for the essentials, what I need for my face. I need something for my acne. So it's either I'm using um, Panoxy because Panoxy works for me to so like but as an acne cleanser and a regular cleanser. So right now I'm not dealing with acne. So I'm not, okay, I don't want, I don't need to buy the panoxyl. So I cannot get a regular face, clean, face cleanser. So that one also works. And then moisturizer and sunscreen. It doesn't need to know the essentials and then, you know, save money and buy. And like you said, I, I can't believe that Aisha used to live in Arepo. I live in Arepo as well. So what stores exactly did you get yours from? I know there is Wise Buyers. I know there is Value Exchange. Those are the only two major supermarkets around Arepo that I know of. I don't really go out. I'm more of a homebody, so <laughs> I don't know any other place. There's wise buyers, there's Aripo. And I think you can, in, in Lagos, generally, you can get all these skincare products from, like, there's Winnie's in, um, is it Ogba, Ogbagada? Sorry, Winnie's in Ogudu. And there's Grand Square. And all these supermarkets you can get from. I don't even, I don't think ShopRite has these skincare products. And that's the thing, like, even the big supermarkets don't have them. So people have to, they have no recourse but to, ask from read and from all these stores online online stores that sell it at ridiculous prices i can use i can actually see simple simple moisturizer for 2002 in um wise buyers and i'll now see it for four thousand on your page i have but i think buy better buy better also they sell this um skincare product at a very subsidized um rate they actually the price is actually quite reasonable on like, you know, some other skincare brands that are out there. And like, like I said, our skin is the largest part of our bodies. Like it's everything to us and we use our skin. It gives us comfort. So we need to realize that Allah is giving us the skin as an amana. So we need to take care of our skin. We just have to take care of our skin. We have to take care of our skin and make it glow. And there's a difference between radiance and bleaching. Like they said, it's a difference between what is with tunnel, tunnel, and then if another person to be looking like white person or something looking like a different color. So that's that's just what that's what I that's what I do when it comes to like skincare and restocking and everything. We need acts for glowing skin, please. We need acts. Where are yes, so knowing the kind of skincare products you get for your skin, you have to first of all know your skin type. Then you need to know your skin issue. Then you look for the ingredient that's going to tackle the particular issue you are trying to solve. I don't know if that makes sense. It makes sense to me. But knowing the problem is, is, is already knowing the solution, if that makes sense. When you know the problem of your skin, you already know the solution. Because if you have um, blackheads now, 
you cannot be using cannot be using another thing that is hyperpigmentation to take care of blackheads. Or if you have hyperpigmentation, you cannot be using something that is for acne to take care of the hyperpigmentation, if that makes sense. So you have to just know all of those problems, then you know the solution and all those things. So I think you can check my YouTube video. I have a video on that. that my, my username is Aisha Oladoshu. My channel name is Aisha Oladoshu on YouTube. And I'm going to give some points now to how to know the kind of ingredients to use for your skin problem. So if you have, after identifying your skin type, then you identify your skin. There are different kinds of skin problems. We have blackheads, we have whiteheads. Then you have cysts, you have pustules and purples. So for your blackheads, you can use salicylic acid and your whiteheads can use salicylic acid. So for pustules, those are like, like pustules, you need to use benzoic peroxide and main purples, you use salicylic acid and benzoic or benzoic peroxide. These ones are, they take care of the acne, they kill the bacteria that causes the acne so you you need to and they are drying so when you are using some of these active ingredients you need to be very keen on hydrating your skin properly because if it's drying your skin also it's going to break you out our skin is funny they work in miraculous way i mean it works in miraculous ways so you need to like know the you need to know what your skin wants so for hyperpigmentation you can you use retinol vitamin c serum niacinamide Plus your sunscreen. That is very, very, very important. I feel like if you are doing your skincare without using your sunscreen, you're not going to really see the effect of it. So your sunscreen is very, 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 very important. That's why you see a lot of people like speak very much on sunscreen. Wear your sunscreen, wear your sunscreen. And to be honest, when I when you wear your sunscreen regularly, let me speak for myself. When I wear my sunscreen regularly, I see the effects. There's this. There's this radiant effect I see on my skin. I, I know, okay, yeah, this product is working. And also, after identifying everything, after doing everything, you need to build a simple routine that works solely for your skin. You cannot go and be copying somebody that's figured out what works for them. <laughs> and be using it on your skin. Except maybe you guys have the same skin issues. You have the same skin type. So I'll say skincare is try and error. You have to... Use your intuition. Yeah. You have, aside from facts, you also have to use your intuition. That, mm, after reading the ingredient list, after reading everything, will this thing work for you? I think if you believe it to work for you, it works for you. Yeah. It works for me that way. So, yes. And if it does not work for you, you use another product. You cannot say because that one did not work for you. It's a bad product. Or you not try another kind of skincare product. So, yeah, it's try and error until you find what works for you. Then you stick with it. Don't go and be doing a Joko Koda. Hmm. I want to use this. Except if your skin is already in a good place, then you can start doing any trial, anything you want to do to it. But then still keep to the basic, simple routine. Don't do too much. Listen to your skin. Give it what it needs. Give it what it needs. Only you know your skin. You know your skin very well. You're the, one, you're the owner of your skin. So you have to listen to it. Also, you have to be the simple routine. To be honest, all these 10 steps, you know you don't have the energy for 10 steps. Five steps. First step is okay. Face wash, serum, sunscreen. That works for you. Good. Face wash, toner, serum, moisturizer, sunscreen. If that works for you, fine. So just find what works for you and stick with it. The act glowing. The act glowing is hydrating your skin. 
to be honest. Hydrate your skin, use your toner, use hydrating toner, use your serum, use your sunscreen, then stop your picture inside the sun. <laughs> Yeah, exfoliating also is important. On the days I need to like shoot content, maybe picture content, I exfoliate on that day. And I know that my skin is always is always glowing differently. When you exfoliate regularly, let's say two times a week, or me, I, I, I exfoliate once a week now because I don't need the, I don't need a lot of alarm blood. I have to deal with a lot of skincare issues and a skin a lot of skin issues. So yeah, I exfoliate once a week. But if you exfoliate regularly, your skin is going to glow better it's going to glow very well then you hydrate properly and you use your sunscreen then take your picture in this even if you don't take your picture in the sun like in real life people see your skin i'm like oh your skin is glowing your skin is this your skin is that when people tell you all of this you know that okay yeah your skin is actually glowing but if you want to take picture for instagram or videos do it the sun like is like a number one is the number one kids glow yeah so that's zainab that's the act <laughs> That's the acquire for you. Um, oh hey, our skin, your skin must glow after this. After everything that Aisha has poured out, there is no how your skin will not glow again. Like exfoliating is really key. It's really really important. And sunscreen, I have to ask sunscreen. Wearing sunscreen all the time. Do you need to wear sunscreen when you are also like in the house? Like, do you need to wear? I know. I I feel like sunscreen is only when you are going out. You know, you don't want the sun to affect you. So, are you supposed to? wear it then and also how does you know as muslims we have to do wudu and sometimes wudu can affect this cricket this skincare layer after you've hydrated you've done everything you now do a ritual wash up your face again you now have to do it You're like how how do you maintain this mm, about the sunscreen yeah it is said that you should wear sunscreen even when you're inside the house because you're not only protecting yourself from the hotness of the sun if that makes sense you're not only protecting yourself from the how hot it is or how it's going to burn your skin. The rays also is going to affect your skin. The sun rays is going to affect your skin. So yeah, you have to wear your sunscreen inside the house, except if your curtain is always drawn, like it's always closed and there's no any chance for sun to enter inside your house. But that's a lie. So yeah, once the, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't wear my sunscreen like every two two hours but i make sure i wear my sunscreen every day if that makes sense so yeah yeah you, you said you stayed in a report so that's interesting <laughs> this is really really interesting now i've left nigeria now if not would have would have maybe hung out or is it hung out english is hard <laughs> yeah so um the other part when it comes to voodoo i think after after doing your skincare routine in the morning, then after Zoo, maybe just I most of the time what I do is I just use my moisturizer, my toner, and my moisturizer, then I use my lip gloss. Then if, if it's possible for you to wear your sunscreen, wear it after three, then you know that go to the after Margaret before you do your skincare routine or after Isha do your nighttime skincare routine. But you just find what works for you, really. Find what works for you. Yeah, and and Fauzi, yeah, you, you mentioned that you always use your products um economically. I think you should use... Why you are using it economically? Because everybody knows that skincare is not the, the cheapest thing to buy. You should use enough. Like sometimes, not the one that will not be enough, that's not going to show the effect when you use it. Use enough skincare products, the size, the amount, use enough. But say you are the only one using your skincare product, I think they should last a lot. I use... I'm the one using my skincare products. Okay, maybe my husband too. But <laughs> everybody is enough. Then we'll keep 
praying for risk. May Allah bless us with wealth and may Allah make it easy for us and may Allah answer our prayers on this scheme. Our scheme was glow, inshallah, it's you glow. <laughs> so yeah, may Allah answer everybody's prayer and grant us everything we want, better skin, better health, better glow. Yes, ma, I've heard, I we try to use my product enough. I will use them very well, but uh, we'll pray for risk. We'll pray for risk. I'll, I'll change. I'll, I'll be a better skincare person. Yes, I will try to not be selfish and I'll use it very well. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I live in Aripo and I am not very surprised where apparently we went to the same uni and we live in the same neighborhood. As like we said, we are homebodies, so there is no way we would have always seen each other. Because me, I'm always in my house, always in my house. Nothing can even bring me out. I'm not. I'm so comfortable with inside here. So you know, we mentioned earlier about the light skin privilege thing and dark skin privilege. For me, I think light skin privilege people like there's this thing about being light skin, and then people say omokupa. There's just this thing about. And I think that's why a lot of people just want to bleach their skin and just become fair and light. But being light skin is not all that. I mean, imagine if you have uh, something just big, you want small ants or kokoro beats you now, it will leave a scar. If you fall down, if you graze yourself, it will leave a scar. I know that on my hand, I was frying plantain one day and then the oil splashed on my skin, on my hand. And then now I have like very dark spot and it's very visible. And I am light skin. So you can imagine. So it's not like being light skin so does not have its own cons as much as the air person there's so much there's so much pros about it so what have you experienced with being dark skinned and i know a lot of things about dark skinned people are okay not really having the light of day but right now a lot of people are talking about melanin popping and how to be comfortable being dark skinned but before then did you have anybody you know tell you that you should you know, glow up better because you are dark skinned or telling that you cannot get some opportunities just because you are dark skinned. I, I, I don't know if you get my question, Sha, but that's my question. Never had anybody come to me, tell me that my skin is this or my skin is that. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah for that. And I understand the privilege I've had so far. Nobody has ever come to tell me that, oh, you're dark, you're dark skin, you're ugly, you're this, you're that. No. Number one, I love my skin way too much for somebody to tell me that the way I love my skin, you will love my skin for me too. <laughs> so I've never had anybody, if at all, what people complain about is my voice. A lot of people tell me that I talk like I'm crying. And that's the only like the only thing people complain about, like the way I talk. So when it comes to skin and complexion and all of that, I don't have any issue. Nobody has ever told me anything about that. So yeah, about the light, light skin complexion, I think it is easier to notice when they have injuries, scars, just like you said. So I think that's just like the cons of it for them. Other than that, the world idolizes the fair people, the light-skinned people. So I don't know, but I, I feel indifferent about the whole complexion thing. I, I like my skin and I'm okay with it. So yeah, and I've never had any issues with how I look, uh, like people telling me how I look or something. So I guess it's different for different people. And although we cannot choose how people see us or how they want to make a view, like a, their own point of view about us, but then just up to us to just push out whatever people see about our skin and love our skin so that other people can... When you love your... There's a way you love your skin and there's no way, except the person, the very foolish person, <laughs> a very insensitive person, that is when they will come to you and tell you rubbish. 
about your skin and we need to start like shutting people up when they start talking about saying you can just you don't have to be rude about it just let them know that you never ask for their opinion when they come and start telling things about your skin because a lot of times people don't people don't read the room they just open their mouth and say things they have i've had friends complaining about how the older people just talk about their skin or just say things about their body and all of that is unfair to them because the person dealing with the old insecurity already knows that okay yeah i am dealing with this i am i am learning to love myself better with everything i have the insecurities i have there's nothing i can really do about it right but i am working on it and i don't if i'm done i don't need any other person to come and tell them that oh this there's something wrong with your skin or there's something wrong with the way you look i think it's time we start make shutting people up not in a rude way but you can just ask them questions but i never asked for your opinion it's something i can do i don't like unsolicited opinion i don't like it at all <laughs> so when people try to do that first question is i ask them but did i ask you or i never asked for your opinion so that's going to give them an idea that okay this person doesn't want this to be done because if you don't set boundaries people will just come and start telling you rubbish they'll start telling you a lot of things that you don't ask them about about your own skin so yeah may Allah make it easy for everyone and we will be blessed with people that understand that they have to be sensitive around other people you don't you dropped all the bars everything i didn't have to say anything again that's just it that's just it like you being confident in your skin and being happy with the skin that you are and you're glowing about and you don't care about what anybody has to say it's a process it's not that easy to just become for people that are not really confident about their skin but it's a process and it's a journey and one day you, you have your own moments where you're like i love my skin so much and i cannot do without my skin i love my skin and nobody can tell me nothing about my skin yes tell those people who are giving you also this actually yeah the older generation shall they don't used to see it as they are doing anything bad though <laughs> like they would just open around and talk and even people from our generation as well just say things and you know i know my aunt's comment about my stretch marks today still haunts me right sometimes i'm like ah, why did she say this thing but you know Sometimes people don't even know that they are saying something that is very, very insensitive. They cannot read the room, like you said. So just validate your own self, validate your skin, be happy and confident in your own skin. Know that your skin is beautiful, your skin is gorgeous, your skin is everything, your skin is it. You know, just be happy in the skin that you are giving. And I know it's, it's, it's easier said than that. You have to just say, just be happy. But everybody, should love their skin i mean there's no you don't have any other skin but it but it and you need to give it the due honors because allah has given it to us as an amana and we need to make sure we take care of our skin thank you very much aisha for joining us today it was a wonderful wonderful chat i had we had the feast today it was really amazing thank you for gracing us with your presence thank you for all the tips and tricks as you all know we've come to the end of the podcast for today and um, let us know what you think about today's episode feel free to um, follow us on twitter at the jalisa tribe and then on instagram on jalisa tribe underscore L. thank you guys so much thank you so much aisha it was really nice talking to you masalam so everybody masalam, aisha. thank you
Thank you so much for bringing me to talk. Also, I enjoyed this session and it was nice. Okay, have a great Thank day. Thank you. Bye. Bye.